This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week, we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health, and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China. Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai, and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account. Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China. No spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss twenty two, R A C H E L W E I S S twenty two. And now for this week's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to episode twenty-four of Date Night China. Nathan is still gone, but don't worry. I'm joined by two fantastic guests from China and from Poland. So today we're going to be meeting Nicole and Andre, who are an international couple who went through long distance to a happy marriage and now live in different countries again. On their YouTube channel, Sharing is Caring, they share their stories, vlogs, and tips for couples who are in long-distance relationships, mixed couples, and anyone who wants to have a happy relationship. So this week, they're joining us, Andre from Dalian and Nicole from Poland, to chat about how they met, their intercultural relationship, and how they overcome the challenges of being long-distance. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm excited to hear a little bit about you guys. Can you introduce a little bit more about yourselves one by one? Let's start with you, Andre. Tell me where you're from. How long have you been in China? What do you do here in China?、Um, and just、uh, a little bit about you. Well, I'm 31 years old in China already more than six years. I've been doing action and acting performing through all of this time. Actually, I came to China to become an actor and then discover. Some action movies,、uh, and that I really, I really deeply love it. Then、uh, I become a stunt performer in Universal Studio, and right now I'm working、uh, and doing stunts in another show、uh, for the Mirage Entertainment Company in Dalian. Awesome. That's originally how I met you. Actually, I have another friend at Universal, and she's like, "Oh, Andre works at Universal、yeah. Studios. Very cool. You're a stunt performer there,、uh, and you have really cool action videos as well on your Instagram, which is very exciting." Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> and then Nicole, tell us about yourself. Where are you right now, and、uh, which city are you from, and、uh, what do you do? Um, so hi everyone, this is Nico speaking.、Um, so yeah, so once again, appreciate you having me in this podcast.、Uh, so currently, I'm based in Warsaw, Poland.、Uh, previously, I actually worked in Australia, UK, Ukraine、uh, for many years already. So right now, in charge of CE and Nordic marketing.、Um, so yeah,、uh, I'm original from China, Guangzhou,、um, and I met. Andre, Andre in Beijing,、uh, in short amount of time, and actually we are kind of long distance again. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to chat with you guys about that. I think you guys have done long distance for many times, for months and months and on end,、um, and it will be really cool to hear how you kind of have navigated that. But first, how did you meet? I think you guys met on Tinder, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> We met on Tinder.、Uh, 
to be honest, it's quite funny story. Um, from the very beginning, uh, Nicole has a working trip to Beijing. She's not actually supposed to work in Beijing. She just temporarily been here. And I just finished one uh, big project and I've been preparing for the contract in Universal Studio. So um, um, we didn't expect anything from the very beginning. We just met and somehow that's how it started. So when yeah, you first did. met on Tinder, like who made the first move? And was it just more of like, hey, let's just see where this goes? <laughs> I think it's quite obvious who made the first move. <laughs> yeah, to be, to be honest, I don't really remember. <laughs> Was it you, Andre? <laughs> I don't really remember. <laughs> Did you use a pickup line? Uh, I I think so. Or are you just like, hey, I'm a about... man. Check out my videos. Uh, I think <laughs> I think it was about something dancing tattoo. I remember on her profile. I saw that she is a bachata and salsa dancer, and she got a really cool badass tattoo on her whole <laughs> back. That's really impressed me. I was like, wow, this girl is really cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, by this, I think it was not even a lot of messages. We just talked pretty shortly. Maybe it was like six, seven messages, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like get a drink. seven eyes. I was like, because uh, I work in, when I was in Beijing, I still work for Europe. So I kind of need to base on Europe time. So I work in the office until pretty late, like 1, 2 a.m. And he was asking me, I remember that when we met was almost Chinese New Year. Um, and then he was like, hey, we, do you want to get a drink or something? I said like, nah, I finished work pretty late. And then he was like, yeah, that's perfect time for drink. <laughs> get a drink. You finish at the midnight, we'll like, meet at midnight and have a drink. You know, like Rachel, as a girl, when we're saying like, oh, we were finished pretty late, that means, well, ring check, you know. But <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's perfect timing. Like, <laughs> he didn't get like, that hint, but he pushed for it. He got that. He got that. He just like, oh, I, I, I respect that. It's a kind of good attitude to you know come for the girls if he really want to meet her so yeah i give him the credit um but yeah that's how we met i think it's also the day when i finished work um yeah we then then we have a dinner or something okay and you were yeah. about to leave for europe right i think that's what you said is you were about to actually be leaving the country um so when you guys first matched and started like hanging out was it like okay we have like an end date or maybe you know let's have fun while I'm still in Beijing but I'm leaving the country <laughs> yeah I the, the time when I was in Beijing actually actually I'm waiting for my visa um so that was the the main point why I show I'm in Beijing uh, so quite obviously at the beginning I know I'm leaving uh that's why at the beginning even when we're meeting each other like I said, like we didn't expect anything from each other, any seriously. Um, and then I, uh, we also quite honest to each other at the beginning. Like he knew I was leaving. Oh no, he was making a mistake. He thought I just came back from Ukraine. That's so he right. was like, hey, we have some <laughs> common interests. Then he figured out, like, I guess a few days after he said like, oh no, she's leaving. She's, <laughs> she's going to Ukraine. Uh, yeah. But too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, um, we, we kind of 
no at the very beginning so we didn't especially from me i think i kind of highlighted many times i don't want to get into series because i think it's kind of irresponsible to each other uh, not even mentioned in my previous relationship it might not go through successfully for a long distance then i was like i don't want to you know promise you anything and it was cool to hang out a few days before i leave but you know i can't promise anything and he was like cool cool we'll kind of you know try um, but yeah, what he did after it, it kind of really, he keep his word. Um, I think it's kind of the main long distance relationship successful. I will give him like 80% of the credit to Andre. Kind of he make this. No, happen. don't say it. <laughs> it's always been 50-50. Yeah, as Nico said, no one expect anything, but somehow we just started and we realized like, yeah, we we feel really great with each other, no matter what we are doing. And we know about this deadline that Nico is supposed to go um, to Ukraine. And I'm supposed to go even, even in Beijing, but a little bit out of Beijing to Universal. And basically, basically um, I'll be based there and having my contract. So there was no way to continue somehow. But at one point, right before that, we just decided, you know what, let's just get it a try. There's no expectations, doesn't matter if it works, then it's great. If it doesn't work, we're adults and we can handle it. So we just decided, let's see. I think that's great. You kind of were like, yeah, let's go for it, but let's have no expectations. Let's see how things are gonna go. Um, and was this during COVID? What year was this? That was uh, 2021. We okay. met uh, ten, ten of February. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ten of February. Okay, so it's twenty twenty one. That's nice. And so, once you left to go to Ukraine, Nicole, what kind of happened? Did you see that there was like growing communication? Were you keeping up with each other more than you expected to in the beginning? Um, I would say, well, because. I never been in Ukraine before and not even mentioned I don't speak any Russian and Ukraine, Ukrainian. So it might be hard for me at the beginning when I start settle down in there. Um, so yeah, Andre helped me a lot as a friend that time, back then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and the thing is we keep video call or calling every single day. Every single day. Uh, since every single day, like, uh not even one day missing i would say our talk are like up to two three four hours a day so it's pretty crazy like i have no idea how come we have that much to talk about like can you imagine like two three four hours per day and might be more than one phone course um yeah and every single day there's no gap so it's quite impressive in the whole more than a whole year uh i've based in ukraine more than a year almost a year and a half uh and there was no break uh, so yeah, it's just like you, you can see, even though we kind of, oh, you, there are a lot of people say like, oh, how come you know each other for that short amount of time and you're so certain he's the right one. And I said, well, if you calculate how much actually we communicate or we talk through, maybe actually more deeper understanding of each other, more than a couple who know each other for five years, if you talk that much. Um, so yeah, that's something deep communication actually gives us the faith and the understanding and uh, just, you know, the very firm foundation of our relationship, I've said, so like only apart, apart from we are not able to see each other physically, 
Um, but I think mentally uh, it's kind of firm uh, and then search into each other, yeah. And That's how is right. it for you, Andre? Yeah. I would say at the distance somehow just brought us closer to each other. We spent together, uh, just think about this, we spent together 17 days physically before Nico left. And then actually our feeling really started to grow already after she left. So I was doing my job every time uh, we had a call. And because of time difference, so we will make it up at my early morning time and before work at your uh, late night time. So we still keep doing it all, um, all, all of this time. And uh, it was only our time when we talk to each other, when we been making plans, when we just discuss everything from the very beginning, very openly. And I think actually that's the bigger thing which brought us together and why those relationship really works as well. Yeah. So coming from two different backgrounds, you know, from China and outside China, like where did you ever have any kind of cultural misunderstandings in these early stages of talking to each other, chatting over the phone? Was there ever any kind of like funny moments or misunderstandings or was it pretty like fluid in the way that you communicated in the, in the style and, and everything? Well, <laughs> I would say uh, it was a pretty good understanding from the very beginning. The funniest thing is even we are going somewhere for a lunch or dinner, I can totally trust Nico order anything from the menu. And she knows some exceptions that she can order too spicy for me. But otherwise, every time 10 of 10, she's getting what I really like and she's getting the same for herself. So somehow, even uh, in those things, like about interests, about going somewhere, about meeting friends, everything was so match. And um, yeah, we didn't have any misunderstanding or some um, you know some problem in yeah funny, funny thing is, yeah funny thing is so first at the early, early beginning because my working language is English like so I, I was aboard for many years already so uh, there's no problem for our like language wise understand each other and also uh, he based in China actually in past 10 years he probably like stay in China more than me because I was away from mainland China since I was like 14 15. Um, so as you see, like I'm actually more like currently more Western now, and he's more Chinese than me now. You know, uh, like, more Chinese. he's more Chinese <laughs> than me in many understanding in the diet, in in the language. He speaks more Chinese than me in, with my family, uh, and in our chat. So yeah, well, definitely I start learning a little bit Russian like slowly, but still like ninety. I would say ninety five percent of our uh, communication language is English, and there's no actually like misunderstanding or anything from the habit wise as Andrew mentioned like we're kind of similar page like kind of like like something quite similar uh food uh similarity um what else hobby oh only one different he likes to go to gym and I don't well I like dancing that's another thing but <laughs> apart from that I think we are quite similar type of people I would say yeah so That's it's great. funny, yeah. like there's no, you know, deal breaker, like, or, or some misunderstanding or big argument. Actually, we didn't have big argument. That's interesting. Hmm. 
not yet. Let's keep it this way. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, it sounds like you have such like a deep appreciation and experience in, in other cultures and in each other's culture. And I think that really is such a, a beautiful thing that also helps having that connection with each other. When did you guys officially start dating then? Was it while you were still in Ukraine? Um, well, officially start dating. I, I would say actually, I already start uh, really feel like we are dating from, uh, it was the one last day. So we met at 10th of <laughs> February. It was uh, Chinese uh, New Year. And then it was Valentine's Day after four days. So in this day, we just spent After four days that you met? Mall. Yeah. And uh, at the fourth day, uh, we made rings, handmade rings for each other. And uh, Nico puts the sign inside that ring, meant to be. And that was, I would not afraid to say, the biggest present I ever got. Really, that ring. And it really gave me the space and it really gave me understanding that she's one. <laughs> I would say, okay, be honest. <laughs> that oh, <then>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the one into it first. Just he, he knew that. He knew that it's not the first time we talked about it. Uh, and I even I remember I told him that like, well, later on, I know I'm leaving. And then later on, if you meet a girl more seriously, please put off this ring to respect that girl. <laughs> so you know uh but yeah like i i think back then it's kind of cute smooth um we we kind of make a gift to each other it's kind of cute uh but i didn't at back then i didn't know that means that much to him much but uh but for me i and i do remember i even give you some probation period <laughs> uh there, there was something but i never actually pushed for that as well I just yeah, feel you know, uh, quite good to just mm, openly and uh, generally uh, interested about what are you doing, what are your plans, and how you really feeling. And I think the bigger thing uh, in our lonely sense as well that we accept ourselves as we are. So we didn't push for anything, we didn't put some restrictions. We didn't try, you know, to get some benefits out of it. We just uh, gave it a try and, yeah, accept us as we are from the very beginning. Yeah, I would say that the rhythm of our relationships kind of smoothly and I, he never feels some pressure or pushing from him, uh, even though I, I, I always like to say I would like to take times because I wasn't certain on too many things. Um, once I start something serious, I would really want to into it. But back then, if I wasn't certain, I wouldn't promise him anything. So, but he's pretty patient, I would say. Even he's really into it. Uh, when my uncertainty, it doesn't affect his love to me. So that's something I really appreciate about it. Yeah, that's really great to have that the patience and then that that you knowing that somebody's got that that trust there and that they're like, okay, take take your time, take your space. And that's really nice on the other hand to be hearing that. Um, were there any challenges then when you were kind of in that long distance space in the beginning for about a year, right? That Nicole was in uh, Ukraine. Yeah, um, 
was there any kind of challenges and like, how did you kind of work through that? I know you said that you had long phone calls and video calls. Um, were there any special other things that you tried to make time for each other or any challenges you faced during that? Yeah, I would say um, during those 14 months, it was one year or two months. Um, from the very beginning, it was first of all, pretty difficult to wake up every morning at 4.30. <laughs> so sometimes we've been switching time for a bit later. <laughs> you'd, you'd wake up at 4.30 uh, every day for these calls. 4.30 every day. Yeah, yes. he woke up. Yeah, and for me it's midnight, yeah. <laughs> wow. And you could have been staying late at night even she's supposed to go to work <laughs> from the morning. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, that was, I think, uh, one challenging thing. On our side, um, another was, um, I would say it's lack of opportunity to um, expand and show our love to each other. Um, I'll give an example. For example, I am, uh, when I'm in the relationship, I feel really romantic. So all the time I want to prepare something and I just simply can't buy her flowers, for example, and bring it. So I've been still uh, getting through the friends and uh, ordering through the delivery, but it wasn't the same. But yeah, then we started uh, to learn how to treat each other and how to support each other on a long distance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for me, it's easier because, you know, Taobao can get everything. And <laughs> I have many friends and family in China. So for I, when I want to, like, you know, preparing some surprise for my husband like it is easy for me but for him well in ukraine it was a bit better because at least the, the system and everything is fine for him but right now when i was in was when i was in, in Russia, it's kind of challenge for him like damn yeah. those apps doesn't work <laughs> he doesn't know how to send you flowers and food ordering flowers and then, where should i get it <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> That's yeah, sweet, though, so you can send each other um, stuff when you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. sometimes, literally, I'm realizing that I'm just going to work and everything from the top, even those headphones, even this watch, this chain, even this shirt, which I'm wearing right now, is <laughs> from everything. my wife, it's from Nico. <laughs> so she bought me that much stuff, and she really mm, been thinking about this, that I will really use that like those headphones and I was well I was so excited about this but not just because of friends but because of her actions and another thing we actually learn um, to record uh, videos during the day for each other for example how we unpacking our packages and uh, also about some interesting moments and about our feelings if we uh, just got some idea um what we want to share with each other, but I know Nico is sleeping right now, so I just put the camera on the side and start recording something, talk out loud. And he records some like playing guitar and sing a song, he recorded that. So when I woke up, actually there is a video lying on my WeChat. Actually, he's like saying some love words and like love love songs. It was pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, because the time difference, we some of the time, especially if we you know, when my schedule is full and when his schedule is full, sometimes our talk, um, you know, might be not as as much as previous as as previous as previously. But uh, we kind of trying to you know record something to you know explain it, explain our feeling, and hope each other are not feeling you know 
uh, neglect or uh, like feeling left behind or something. So I think that in that action is kind of mature in the relationship, like how we actually try our effort to make each other understanding we do care about you. Uh, well, I do care about you and hope you don't feel disappointed because this, this and that. Uh, and then definitely we will try some of the action to make it up. Um, yeah, so I think Andrew's right. It's all about like what we do and the other one we feel, feel the love, feel the care. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really sweet. I know like many couples have had difficulties, especially during COVID time, being long distance, being separated by jobs and countries. And it's really wonderful that you found these ways that you can still connect, even if you're not physically together, but you can do a lot of things, especially with technology now, that you can find little ways to make each other's day um, and to kind of be present in a, in a way that you can. Um, so after you came back from Ukraine for a year, or more than a year, what was it like being reunited again? And how did that lead to the proposal? Hmm. <laughs> you tell first, baby. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So when I, uh, how I actually uh, escaped from Ukraine, I think everybody knows uh, in this episode, we don't want to get into the detail what I suffered before, uh, but, uh, anyway, we I got a chance to back to China to re, to renew my working visa in Poland, uh, and I got that new notice like in short amount of time. So, as we are kind of small YouTuber, we I kind of will you know want to do the same trick, you know like surprise your boyfriend or husband. So I'm recording something when I was in like WhatsApp uh, airport, and I say, hey, this is time I'm going back, and he has no idea. And one day I'm gonna pop up, say hi, I'm here. Okay, I record everything. Then I back to China, you know, fucking back then. You still have long quarantine time. Um, and I was <laughs> like, day, yeah. <laughs> the sign, the sign, the twenty sign, it's everywhere in my hotel. And I was like, damn, because you remember we record, we video call every day. And then one day he's like, why is something different? Obviously he can, he can tell because he's familiar with my apartment and everything. He's like, where are you now? And damn, so like even not until 24 hours, he figured out. And then, of course, he's super happy about it, but it just show like how he know about me and there's no, even no trick to trick him off to prepare that type of surprise. Uh, regarding, so after the long quarantine, uh, you know what, it's actually for me a little bit strange feeling. So even though we talk that much, but don't forget that we only spend 17 days with each other in the real life. So when he waited for me in, I think, Tianjin Airport, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I gave him a hug. Well, if you, you can go back to check our video on our channel. Uh, for me, it's a little, a little bit kind of keep a little bit distance and hesitate, I have to say. Um, and then that's kind of make him feel like, oh, she changed her mind <laughs> or something. You know, like, yeah, it, it take me... I would say a few hours or even a day to realize, oh, this is the man I talk to every day. And there must be just... like a little disconnect at first because yeah, you're like, I talk to this person on the phone, long video calls, but you haven't physically been next to each other for so long. So it must be like a lot of thoughts in your head. Like, oh, do we hug when we meet? How is this feeling? This person I haven't seen in so, so long. Was it like that for you too, Andre? Uh, yeah, it feels a little bit different. Uh... I definitely would admit it. 
And I understood it from the very beginning that Nico wants a little bit space, it needs a little bit time. But as we already been talked, yes, I'm quite patient, so I can't wait. And I was totally okay with it. I gave her all the space and time she needs. I mean, not much space because like we, we went together and uh, first we live uh, in the hotel, then we went straight to my apartment and uh, just uh, keep standing there and changing. It was a quite happy time. Yeah. <laughs> Did the weirdness the eventually go about... away? Uh, or that feeling yeah, of weirdness of and then it was like, oh my gosh, yes, this is the person. It's I think for for me it's gone pretty quick. I think for very <laughs> next day I was already super excited and happy that my baby is close to me and we can spend time and do everything what we had in plan. We had our bucket list and what we're gonna do and what we want to do when we will meet. And we actually made every single point except picnic, I guess. Yeah, there was an opportunity and we just canceled it <laughs> without thinking. So you came back and you were reunited. And how did this lead up to the proposal? Because you guys have an epic proposal video that Andre had <laughs> planned. I saw this on Instagram and it like was so swoon worthy and such an amazing moment of uh, using your skills as a stuntman. Let me, let me hear more about that from you guys. <laughs> Andre, the stage is yours because you plan everything. <laughs> I literally have no clue. Thank uh, you very much, Rachel. And that was that was part of uh, one of the things which we discussed through our long distance when Nico still um, she still was in Ukraine. So we discussed that when I will do a proposal, uh, it's supposed to be on the camera, cash and camera. It's she not supposed to have a clue about this, so it's supposed to be a surprise. She's supposed to look good, have her nails done, have a beautiful dress. And uh, basically that was basic of it. My requirement. On your Instagram, you were like, he did so good. My nails were done. I was dressed up. Like that is perfect. That's how I feel as well. I think many girls, you're like, I want to feel prepared for the moment when it happens and that I look nice and that I'm not just like caught coming out of the gym or something. So well done for you, yeah, Andre. You Girls, we always have one have some, you know, we always have the fantasy of our uh, uh, engagement uh, uh, proposal and and wedding. Uh, so we we have a free talk about this many times, and I have kind of give him a hint, like you know, I need to have my makeups on, my hair need to look nice, I definitely need to dress up with high heel that will be perfect, and make sure my nails will be done because when you put my ring on my finger, make sure I'm show up perfectly. Yeah, you gotta have the well uh, nails. Most important, I need to have no, I I need to you know full surprise. I don't want to be fake, and I don't want to be, you know those fake wow or cry moment. And I don't know how he deliver this, but he take all my requirements. So yeah. <laughs> well, I would say it was a very, very big luck. Um, Nico came at the 5th uh, of May and uh, I did the proposal as this episode, actually at 24th, <laughs> uh, the same month. So we have a limited time for preparing. I mean, why my own and my good friends helped me. And the thing is, uh, my close friends, they're living in Beijing, most of them. And uh, even between Beijing and Tianjin, you know, these COVID restrictions, it was quite hard to get. 
And somehow, just imagine this. We've been preparing for a new show. I had rehearsal every single day. Nico had been living with me in my apartment. So there was no way to hide it somehow. <laughs> but it just everything uh, happened very likely. So my friends got in one day when the restrictions just dropped down. They went for only one day to shoot the video and organize everything uh, to help me with it. And at the same day, we finished earlier and the weather was good. And everything just settled so well. Uh, yeah. And so just it's perfect timing, perfect. Everything came together well for this proposal to happen. It's a beautiful video, you yeah. guys. So go check it out on their Instagram, uh, which we'll link to and, and share with you guys later. Um, and so from that moment, were you like, let's plan this wedding? Or had you met Nicole's family? What were the next steps from there? Had you met them already? Um, well, the next step, we planned engagement party. Engagement yeah, party, yeah. Yeah, so because I'm marketer, so event and all the things actually is my daily job. So of course, I have a really high standard of my own, either engagement party or my wedding. So I connect all my resources in Beijing because we are planning that in Beijing because all Andrew's friends and one of my close colleagues they're based in Beijing um and then we I found like I connect the wedding planner who come to plan my engagement party uh I booked the venue in Rio's Carton so it's kind of fancy hotel restaurant and yeah I know right we are we're kind of fancy couple (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and and then uh, and we even, you know, like the menus, each of the like main course, dessert, cocktails, everything, decoration, backgrounds, uh, dress code, everything. We kind of plan it as a big event. Um, yeah. And I even, you know, like we DIY our own invitation letter, uh, oh, invitation card, uh, save the date. Well, like every standard you can imagine for like big launch event, all my knowledge to event planning, I <laughs> use in my own engagement party. And we even successfully sent out so all like the 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 video camera, the, the video guys booked, camera, cameraman is booked, makeup artist booked, dress, boarded, uh, hair, everything set up. Um, yeah, and then Beijing lockdown. <laughs> and Beijing lockdown. Uh, our friends. Oh, canceled. Um, yeah, uh, everything. Like I would kind of try to hold until la- last minute because we still want it happen before I left China again. But unfortunately, the thing is just getting worse and worse. Uh, not not only our friends are not able to get in Beijing, even us, both of us, we are not able to enter it. Uh, uh, so after that, we kind of have to give it up. Uh, and there's no point for me host something in Tianjin or in somewhere else because that's kind of a little bit meaningless to me uh, because Beijing back to the end that's the city where we met so it somehow have some meaningful to us but apart from that like I don't see the the uh, I will have that much time and energy to do it again so unfortunately like why we have to give up this plan then because we talk so much uh, when we have a long distance we're saying like well this year because I let's say experienced a lot in 2022. Uh, and then I also feel like we kind of want some certainty from each other. So back then we say like, at least we engage uh, in this year and then somehow give some of the reply to either my family or his family 
to you know sending that type of like certain signal to them like we are stable don't worry about us don't trace me for marriage you know chinese <laughs> culture um so so yeah and uh and then one day and I, and I, and even now like later on we are still not sure which country we will settle down back to the end uh, so for the visa convenient and like maybe later on he would, he would like to base in China for even longer then I kind of I think I start proposed that I said like well if you don't mind and also I'm open it for that we can get a certificate first um, and and then and then later on we will kind of make the big big wedding uh, and then at, at the beginning if he still a little bit hesitate because he met my family. He met most of my family. Uh, they are super welcome him. Uh, he's like he he's Chinese pretty good, so they can communicate to each other no problem. Uh, is but your the family thing is, in Guangzhou, I, or does your family live in another city? Yeah, my family. My family in Guangzhou. So he like after Tianjin, we we flew because my my visa. I need to uh, do some documents in Guangzhou as well. So he came with me. That's a that's another story. But back back to the topic, like how we kind of certain like uh, his not sure because I haven't met his family in person. Uh, we, we talk online a little bit, uh, but still like it's kind of big thing for him as well. So he, I think he think about it around like a week or two, something like that, right babe? I forgot. Yeah, like, I think uh, yeah. it was around the week. The biggest thing is I promised my family, especially my granny that she will be at my wedding day. And mm. that, that was taken seriously, but then I actually realized like yeah, we know which country we will set up, and I really want to show that I'm serious and not just trying, you know, like get engaged and like okay, we are good now for years. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I just said, yeah, let's just go for it, and then we'll have another big wedding. Then you better can have all your event skills. No, uh, yeah, of course, marketing experience oh, there. All yeah. right, you're paying your budget, and I'm sure I will make it down. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's sweet though yeah, I mean I feel um, like it's been hard for a lot of couples trying to figure out if they're from different countries but then there's the coronavirus then there's been all these lockdowns and crazy things with jobs so we've talked to so many couples who've had that same issue of like oh we want we want all of our families to be there but the difficulties of travel and visas and and then you're also trying to navigate your own work visa and life and so we've had we've heard from many couples who are figuring out ways to get married in China or getting married online. I mean, because I think it's just so difficult. Um, so you guys did get married here in China, right? In Shenzhen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. so May 27 is our like officially marriage day. Um, actually, it's a good number, good number in Chinese meaning. Like, uh, is kind of mean I love my wife. So that's kind of why I picked up. <laughs> <love it>. <laughs> Uh, it's a good day. A it's a trick. <laughs> there, there was a one. It, there was one good story behind it. And <laughs> quite funny story. Uh, I was still uh, preparing um, and finishing rehearsal at my show when Nico went for the document there. So our date already booked, May twenty-seven. I'm waiting my passport with a visa, and um, I supposed to get it at twenty-six. At the afternoon and my flight is right after that and i'm coming there and they're saying like uh your visa is not ready I'm sorry you know like COVID situation it's not ready we, we need to wait 
<laughs> I told them I will not go anywhere before you will give me my passport with my visa. I'm getting married tomorrow, and I promise my wife. I promise, mom of my wife, future yeah. wife, that I will be there on this day. <laughs> and believe me, <laughs> I need to be there. Uh, so yeah, uh, they asked me about like, do I have some documents and bookings? So I'll just show them. Yeah, I'm not just pretending here. I'm not trying to act. Uh, I really, I really have a big, big event tomorrow. So I need to be tonight in Shenzhen. So please do something, but bring me my passport even without visa. I'm just going there. <laughs> so after a couple hours, they gave it to me. The passport was still hot. Straight there, I'm going to airport. On the way, calling, calling to. To mom, actually, not to Nico, but to mom to say her first, like, <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> I got the passport. Yeah, my mom was so <laughs> worried about it. My mom is so worried about it. He's like, you might not able to get it, you know, you, then you have to postpone, then you may you may have to back to Warsaw, then things would not, you know, like, it's a lot of concern from my family. I, I definitely feel the, the, the pressure as well, because it's still better to end as our big day. Um, and... <laughs> Like he always kind of keep like keep his word. He's like, baby, everything will be fine. I'll manage it. And even though I, I even though I don't know how, but he managed it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's so amazing. close. Definitely like a last minute. Last minute. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel pressure from your families during the process that they were like, hey, if you're gonna be long distance, like, yeah, we want to see some intention. What's gonna happen for your future? Do you feel like they were both? like both sides of your families were very invested in you guys getting engaged and getting married to kind of show certainty about your future? <laughs> uh, from, I, I would say from my family, yes and no, because I, I was abroad for many years uh, and I was single between, I think like a few years between my ex-boyfriend uh, they and I keep changing countries. That's the main thing. So they it's hard. They they understand it's hard for me to build up something, you know, strong connection with someone because I was keep changing. And then not everyone like Andrew. Then that kind of like open minded can accept this long distance situation. Um, but still, like uh, older generation, still you know from Asia, still is bad, especially in my age. Like it's bad. Ah, oh, you already it's supposed to get married earlier, get the kids, you know. Make better, better China soon, you know, like closer to your family, et cetera, et cetera. So for sure, we feel that type of pressure from time to time. Um, after they knowing that we're seeing each other, they still have a lot of doubt saying like, oh, long distance, it might not lead to the degree result. I mean, I understand their concern, but it's some, some, sometimes it's hard to, you know, give them some of the faith that, oh, we're managing, so I think it's this kind of a piece of paper kind of give them the certainty we are serious. We're serious to each other and we're planning something future as like reachable. Um, yeah, so I think the same similar things from Andrew's family as well. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. All the same, just they expected us to go to Siberia and live there with kids, of course. <laughs> <laughs> same story from different sides. Yeah, yeah. I think they're yeah. happy about us. Yeah, they're happy about yeah. us. They're happy yeah. now, yeah. Happy. So you guys have been married four months now. And then shortly yeah. after that, Nicole, you left to go to Poland. So does it feel different being long distance again now? Like you've done it before and you kind of know what to expect. And also you're married now. So is there a kind of a different feeling? Or does it feel like, oh yeah, of course we've got this. Like 
we know how to conquer this or is it still hard <laughs> sometimes as well because long distance is not yeah. ideal <laughs> I have to say first I apologize to my husband again I feel like I do this again to him <laughs> like after we do something great bye <laughs> but 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 at the beginning <laughs> The, this time after marriage, and I, I he, he knew that I just back to China for a short amount of time. So we do have that my preparation. No, I'm leaving. Uh, same as the first time. Uh, and But we do have a plan back then. We are planning. He finished his contract end of next month. And then he might come to Europe. We just, you know, slowly settle down in here. Um, things like that. So we didn't expect we would do like long distance for that long again. So we're expecting, you know, like just a couple months. We manage yeah. like more than a year. So a couple months is not that much hard for us. But <laughs> the visa situation fucked us up again. So Ryan, no, actually, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of hard for us. We actually don't know when is the next time we're going to see each other. Uh, it just hopefully he might have some, you know, holiday that we might meet in third country. Not, not, not Poland, not China, but find a third country to meet up um or i don't know like maybe next year i might able to have business trip back to china i'm not quite sure uh so what's the difference i will say we talk less uh i would say <laughs> okay we that record is there every day uh like two three four hours same time that was happening before marriage <laughs> I think we're kind of a little bit laying back uh, after we got something serious paper. We kind of, we got that secure to each other and then we focus more on what we are doing. Or maybe I'm just finding excuse because my job recently getting super busy. <laughs> Sorry, baby. But yeah, we, 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 right. we, we didn't have that kind of like a specific timing uh, talk. But we still, uh, don't get me wrong, we still keep in touch every day, every day, either text message, voice call, sometimes video call. Uh, you know what's funny thing is he even one day he get into a little bit emotion. He came to me saying like, babe, uh, you haven't talked to me for a few days already. And I said, what are you talking about? I text you even a few hours ago and voice messaged you. And he was like, that's different. We don't have video call. I was like, damn, that's the, the understanding is different. You know, like how he mean by like, we talk is by video call at least. You need to see my face. Even a short call is kind of meaningful to him. Then I was realized, then I realized, you know, like is that the need of each other, how like the, the way how we express our care and love is different. So after I catch that point, I find all like the, the even small amount of time, even just one, two, three, like minutes, if I have a lunch break or something, I try to video call with him uh, to make sure he's happy about it. And then I don't want to give him that doubt or something or the way I think I already deliver what I can get, uh, but you're still not satisfied. I don't want to give that hint to each other. So as long as I know he actually needs that type of attention, there's no harm for me. I just didn't realize that. Um, so it's good he he spit it out and so I was like okay uh, if this is the way you much value about our time then we, we can do it uh, but I do I do feel sorry we talk way less than previously um, because a lot of uh, big changing recently uh, but I still appreciate his honest and and I, the, the way how we communicate is super 
uh, open-minded and then just speak it out if we feel something's wrong or uncomfortable or just jealous or double or angry or sad, everything. So we're super open to each other. That's something is really good. Uh, what is new? I, I feel like more certainty to each other. Like I said, we're able to focus what we are doing. Um, and yeah, and then we're kind of planning something, really planning our own family, our own future. Uh, we are a team. We are a team. We are not like solo like person working on what we're like, you know, making money, career path, but also family-wise, which, which country or city is more good for our family settle down, not only for my career uh, chance or everything, like also including kids as well. So yeah. Yeah. And how, how is it for yeah. you, yep. Andre? I love that what you just said, Nicole, like about understanding each other's communication style. I think that's a huge thing. People are going to have different levels of connection and what that means to them and different love languages as well. And it's so cool that you have that honesty and communication to learn that about each other. Um, and I think that's the thing, even when you go through engagement and get married and years of relationships as well, I think people, you still learn about each other and learn those ways that help connect better. Um, how has it been for you, Andre? And you you were going to leave at the end of October, right? And now it's a bit uncertain, like you said. From the, from the very beginning, the plan was to finish the contracts at the end of October and go to Europe. Uh, and finally already start to live together. Um, then plans change and I got into IT, started to run front end and to become a, a full um, IT developer, which is pretty weird thing for a stuntman, you know, and the guy who really loves movies to get totally something unrelated. But I, uh, I think the biggest change is I really feel about future, about our future. And I'm not just thinking about what will be good for my wife or what will be good for me. I really thinking for both of us, okay, that will benefit us. And for example, this new profession will help me to be in uh, any other city, in any other country, and still will bring a good money if I'm a very good specialist. So I was decided like, okay, that's the next step. And I really need to get into this. Uh, in uh, circumstances now, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to go and enter to Poland and probably soon many other countries in Europe. So Europe is temporarily close to me. Uh, but uh, we are working, we are working on it. We'll see in which other country <laughs> we will meet. And uh, probably maybe at the very beginning, it will be just a winter vacation, third country. And then finally, we'll find a country where we will be together. So it's another challenge for us. First. That's great. Mm. I love that even though you guys have had so many different obstacles or challenges just with distance and, and visas and countries, I think you guys sound like you have found such an amazing way to stay connected and to keep working together for your future. And you have such optimism and, and just like, I can just feel this love, this connection, you guys. So my last question is, um, what advice would you have for other couples who are intercultural but also long distance what advice would you share with them hmm. i would say you need to share 
everything together. Talk about everything. Let your partner know about what you truly care and what is a very important thing for you or what is the worst thing for you could be. Just speak it out loud and uh, discuss and build plans about the future together. Um, I would say I might share that in our channel later on as well, some tips for uh, international couple. Uh, so the language or the, the, the habits difference or the culture difference, all those are kind of service. Uh, like Andrew saying, like openly to talk to each other um, and then actually feeling and, and digging into the what's actual needs from you and your partners and make sure you guys are in the same page. I think that really matters. Um, yeah, so, and also for the, I would say, especially for long distance, lacking of the, like insecure, insecure is kind of one of the big trouble uh, couples are facing. Uh, so how do you kind of make sure you kind of, you know, not doubting or jealous or a lot of those emotional comes in our of that, especially for girls. I would say like, it's just make sure you really focus on and love what you're doing. Uh, so once you have strong, confident, uh, and then really into what you love, the shining of you, which kind of show your partners as well. And then, because you're confident enough, you are the best one for him. Yeah, that, at least that's what I feel like. I Like a lot of people ask me, oh, Andrew, he's an actor, he's handsome, he's charming, he's far away from you. Do you have any doubt? I said like, I don't because I know I'm hot, I'm sassy, I'm a successful woman, I'm independent, I know what he needs and I know what I need. Uh, I think he feel the same as well. He's successful in his career, in his Zoom. So we're super like, the, like we like always a lot of uh, either YouTube or episode talk about trust, how we need to trust each other. But I think deeper into the trust is like how you get that trust is kind of you need to confident in like borrow yourself first you love yourself enough you are not uh you're not like need each other to complete yourself you are by yourself you are completed you just buy another like another couple is kind of make you even better become a better you so i think that's something uh at least from our experience from our marriage we would like to share with each other um so yeah that's my otherwise our otherwise that's right that's Right. Yeah. That's great advice. Um, so how can people find you guys on YouTube and also your Instagram channels? Can you share those? So our YouTube channel is sharing is caring. Um, so if you test sharing is caring on YouTube channel, you see our photos on there. And then if you please follow us up and then to check some of our videos, well, we already post around like six, seven, eight videos. I forgot. Um, so later on, we still will come up some of, yeah, subscribe our channel, um, and our, our Instagram. So my one is Nitko Belikova, uh, but my one is more about like my personal life, like either work or dancing, uh, or Android, <laughs> uh, the content, uh, for Andres, uh, like the film. Uh, so he's more posts about his career, uh, some of the action movies, dance show, um etc and himself of course handsome face so yeah feel free to well, that will uh, <laughs> feel free uh, to, uh 
subscribers and then feel free to PM us as well if you would like to keep some of the, the, the content. We would like to talk in other international couples as well. Yep. Awesome. Thank you both so much for joining tonight, Andre and Nicole. And yeah, check out their YouTube channel and their Instagrams and feel free to reach out to them like they mentioned. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Date Night China. Bye.